college football, ready to make a little money, Jim Dunaway and Lance Taylor. Why lose, the letter Y, lose.com. Why lose.com slash Lance. Tell us in this part of the Players Club what we get at whylose.com slash Lance. Well, every week we're going to give you uh, this podcast. We're going to give you this content. We're going to break down different games for you. But if you go to whylose.com slash Lance, $49, you're going to get my max bet Saturday. You're going to get, as a bonus, five other selections, including my parlay of the day for Saturday, all for $49. Bucks. It's that simple, all turnkey, $49, bucks, including the max play, the max bet. But we're going to give you some winners right here for absolutely free. Why lose, the letter Y, whylose.com slash Lance is where you go for all that. We start with uh, one of the more interesting games in America. It is uh, Oregon and Georgia, 230, defending national champs. The Dogs minus 17 as they play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You look at Oregon, obviously Dan Lanning's first game. They're, they're going to be bringing in the new quarterback, Bo Nix, a guy that's familiar with Georgia. But Oregon 1-4 against the number. Their last five against AP-ranked opponents. Georgia 7-3 against the number in their last 10 versus ranked non-conference opponents. Bo Nix against Georgia has not been good. He's 0-3, completing 56% of his passes. One touchdown, three turnovers. He's been sacked nine times. Um, I know he's got familiarity with this Georgia defense, but it hasn't been good. Yeah, but what if uh, the talent around him wearing the green and gold of Oregon is better than the orange and blue talent? What if Bo has better surroundings? I think he did from last – or Oregon did have more talent than Auburn last year. You know, in year one in Dan Lanning, I don't know. Travis Dye, best running back, gone to USC. Um Best defensive player, Kayvon Thibodeau, gone to the NFL with the New York Giants. Georgia's one of those teams. I know they lost 15 to the NFL draft, but it's almost mini Alabama. They finally got over the mountain, beat Alabama in the national championship last year. I think they restocked Stetson Bennett better than advertised. Third in QBR last year. Only Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud had better numbers QBR-wise. I think Stetson Bennett is underrated. Brock Bowers, Eric Gilbert will be the difference in this game. I think Georgia wears them down. Bo Nick struggles, multiple picks. I think Georgia covers. 17 points is a big number with Kirby Smart, usually conservative. He's a conservative guy. Is he less conservative now that he has a national championship? Hey, why not? I, you know, I guess the, <laughs> the question for me would be, does he go easy on Dan Lanning? Yep. The, the, the familiarity and one of his friends that helped him win that title in his first game as a head coach on the other sideline. That's 230 ABC, 230 ESPN. Cincinnati playing a true road game in Fayetteville against Arkansas. The Hogs minus six and a half against the playoff team last year. Luke Fickle's Bearcats. Uh, look, you look at Cincinnati, 22-2 and two the last two seasons. The only teams that have better winning percentages, Alabama and Louisiana Lafayette. Wow. So I think there's a lot of respect given the Cincinnati team. You lose Desmond Ritter, you lose Jerome Ford, Alec Pierce all off the offense, Kobe Bryant, Sauce Gardner off that defense. I mean, arguably the five best players are gone from that team that got to a college football playoff. We saw them in a matchup with Alabama, um, really didn't compete. And now you've got them going to Fayetteville to take on one of the better quarterbacks, not only in the SEC and college football and K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas from three wins in year one under Sam Pittman to nine wins last year. This is Sam Pittman's best team. Traylon Burks is going to be a big loss. I like Arkansas in this spot. Eight and two against the number of their last 10 September games. Make it nine and two. Yeah. I like the I like the Hogs here. I agree too because I think they can play the type of game Alabama did to run it through Cincinnati in the playoff game. We'll stay in that 230 window on the CBS Sports Network. Maybe an under the radar game for some folks. Houston minus four and a half in the Alamo Dome against 
the Roadrunners of UTSA, last year's Conference USA champions. This could be uh, a problem game for Dana Holgerson in Houston. Yeah, look, I think Jeff Trailer is one of the best unknown coaches in college football. Both of these programs won 12 games last year. You look at UTSA, 4-1 and one against the number, their last five out against ranked opponents. Houston on the other side, 7-10 and 10 against the number, their last 20 as a road favorite. This game being in the Alamo Dome, you look at 18 returning starters for the Roadrunners. Uh, Frank Harris coming back for his senior year at quarterback. Again, a team that won 12 games. They're not going to be intimidated. They beat Illinois last year, a Power 5. They beat Memphis. Houston coming in with all this hype. They could be this year's Cincinnati. I like Clayton Toon. I like Holgerson. But I think they're going to underachieve this year. I think their schedule is really difficult. I think it starts with a loss against the Roadrunners. I think UTSA, take a look at the money line. I definitely take the plus four and a half. Uh, the money line, but definitely taking plus four and a half there with the Roadrunners, an underrated secondary. See if they can get some turnovers from that Houston passing game. Let's get out of that 2.30 window, go under the lights. Three more plays coming up. But remember, the letter Y, whylose.com slash Lance, whylose.com slash Lance. Yeah, for 49 bucks every Saturday, and you can go on and get on this right now, you're going to get my max play. You're going to get five other plays, including my college football parlay. It's all for $49. It's turnkey. We're going to win for you here in 2022. So excited about the college football season. Utah and Florida under the lights, a rare nationally ranked opponent, opening up for the Gators in a home game. It's the Utes coming in off of an entertaining Rose Bowl. They're a three-point favorite on the road or in an SEC school. Look, Billy Napier, I mentioned Louisiana Lafayette, the second-best winning percentage for a program over the last three years, only behind Alabama. He did a great job there. Big step for Napier. You know, I think he's going to do a good job at Florida. I don't know what to expect from Anthony Richardson. Listen to these numbers. Anthony Richardson, 13.7 yards per pass and 13.7 yards per rush against non-conference opponents. Against SEC opponents, 6.1 yards per pass, 3.4 yards per rush against SEC. Utah reminds me of an SEC team. They're really physical. Both of these teams ended 2021 going the wrong way, or, or Utah was going the right way, Florida going the wrong way, obviously firing Dan Mullen. But we saw Utah go toe-to-toe with Ohio State. I think the offense with Cam Rising has been night and day from what they have with Charlie Brewer, Tavion Thomas, his ability to run the football. That will be the difference. I like Utah in this game. If Utah wants to get to a college football playoff, it starts in game four. It seems like the only thing Florida has going for them in this game is uh, home field advantage, uh, the heat, humidity, people keep talking about that. And they seem like they're putting all their eggs in the Anthony Richardson basket, almost like Auburn did with Cam Newton in 2010. Yeah, look, and, and it worked out for Auburn, but can Anthony Richardson be that? I didn't see it last year. Um, you know, we had somebody uh, talking to us. It was a former uh, Florida quarterback. Um, uh, Shane Matthews. Shane Matthews. You know, he was watching the high school ranks, and, and Anthony Richardson was one of the highest recruited quarterbacks coming out of the state. But he said watching him against – Quality opponents, he struggled. Against non-quality opponents, he dominated. Same thing we saw last year. Utah is a quality opponent, in my opinion, a team that will get to a college football playoff. Again, it starts in Gainesville. I'm laying the points. It's a skinny number. Can't really make this much bigger because we're talking about a West Coast Pac-12 team coming east, playing in the swamp in September. This number's probably right, but I like Utah to cover it. Before we uh, do the big one in Columbus, let's do one more off-the-radar game. Memphis and Mississippi State, 630 ESPNU in Starkville there. 
a juiced-up crowd, a little bad blood coming out of the bowl game last year. Well, and look, this is a Memphis team that beat Mississippi State. It was controversial um, way they won on, an, I think, an 89-yard punt return by Calvin Austin, who's now in the NFL, a ball that Mississippi State believed was down. To me, this is Mike Leach's best team coming into his third year. Will Rogers, a lot of people don't realize, almost went 5,000 passing yards, 36 touchdowns last year. You look at Memphis, after seven consecutive winning seasons, six and six last year, I think they're trending in the wrong direction. I think Mississippi State is going to be good, better than advertised. Schedule's really difficult, Dunaway, so I don't know if they can get to eight wins. But I think they're around seven or eight wins. I think they're much better than Memphis. I'm laying the points here in Starkville. The biggest game of the day, though, as far as playoff impact, a battle of the top five, number two Ohio State hosting number five Notre Dame, 17 points Ohio State giving up against a top five team. That seems to be a pretty amazing large number. It reminds me a little bit of the game we saw in 2012 for the national championship when Alabama was the much better team than Notre Dame. Could get the same thing in Columbus. Yeah, a lot of people say Ryan Day is the best head coach to yet win a national championship, and this is the opportunity. A lot of people, including me, think they're the best team in college football. When you look at the offense over the last three years, 45 points per game, 539 yards per game, and 7.4 yards per play. Those are the best in college football. C.J. Stroud back. Travion Henderson, uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I mean, this offense is going to be lights out. Hard to believe Marcus Freeman, one of the four youngest coaches in college football, just 13 years ago was suiting up for Ohio State and playing for the Buckeyes. I think this is way too much. They're overmatched. Ohio State 15-4-1 against the number of their last 20 season openers. I like laying the points here. I don't even think this game's close. I think they win by 28 points. You know I'm a sucker for parlays. My favorite parlay of the weekend is Utah give the points, Ohio State give the points, and take the over in the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. I love those three plays. I just don't think Notre Dame's going to be able to store, uh, stop them. I like the parlay, too. Yeah, and I'm not usually good. He is. That's why you want to go to whylose.com slash Lance. Yeah, 49 bucks. you're going to get my Max Saturday play. I will go on and tell you it is a night, night game. Um, I, I've already got it locked in. I've had it locked in for a couple of weeks now. You're also going to get uh, – Five additional plays, including college football parlay. So seven plays total, 49 bucks. It's as simple as that. Whylose.com slash Lance. Boy, it's a lot of interesting games that we didn't talk about on Saturday, including uh, some contests like... I don't know. Does Alabama cover a huge number at 42? Numbers uh, moved 12 points, by the way. Oh, that's moved a lot over time. Does Kentucky get scared against Miami of Ohio? What about the battle in Corvallis out west, Boise State, Oregon State? A lot of good games in week one. Uh, stay right there, whylose.com slash Lance.